me moving to Philly made me like realize like literally everybody is the same. If he bleeds, he can fall. They're not different at all. It doesn't matter where part of the world they're from, they are the exact same as you because they bleed and they will they will fold under pressure. But mm. now, man, welcome back to another episode of Down Rage. We got a special guest in the building today, and we had to get it away from the women right quick because them episodes became a little too wild. They was like, y'all only talk to women. Y'all try to be sneaky. You only want to talk to girls all the time. <laughs> but now I got my boy in the building, one of the best fighters that never fought me, but I've ever seen Shut in my your life. Bitch ass up. Only because I have saw his hands face forward. We have, introduce yourself, my brother. What's going on, man? My name is Priest, man. I'm from Atlanta. I'll become a boxer out here. Biggest prospect in the city, I'm not going to lie. So what made you, because I I do my little research. I don't be in tune with everybody, but I try to snoop every now and then. What made you go to Philly and actually try? No, after you got out, help help me go through that timeline of when you got out of the Marine Corps. All right, so basically, when I got out of the Marine Corps, it was either come back home or just stay in North Carolina. And um, my wife, she's actually from um, New Jersey, like South Jersey. So it was like, go back where she's from, where I can train with the, the best fighters in the world, or go back home where I know I can beat up everybody. So I pretty much picked, like, let me go, let me go ahead and fit, um, fight the, the people that nobody want to fight. And see how I stand against them. And I realized, like, everybody's just, like, people. Like, they bleed just like you. It don't matter where you're from and everything. So that's why I really went to Philly to, to really feel it, figure out, like, everybody the same. It's how hard you work, you know, basically. Oh, shit, I come on and we got the fucking boxer in the building. Yeah, he was just explaining <laughs> us why, why he went to Philly. Because I ain't even gonna hold you, bro. Like I told you, like, you... Like when I saw you fight for the first time, I still remember that day. We was at the um what they call that, the dome or whatever. It's a Marine Corps. Yeah. Right? I forgot what it was. <laughs> but then we had our drill instructors around. They was like, Oh, that's the boxer, that's the boxer. And I'm jealous. I'm sitting there like, Yeah, I'll whoop his ass. Knowing I couldn't. <laughs> Knowing I couldn't. <laughs> I was like, I'll whoop his ass. But I saw and it was literally we had it was something we call it was body sparring. But literally, he was hitting this man so fast, his head was bobbing back. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not doing it. It was like, Freeman, you want to get in there? I'm like, uh, I got to fix my gear right quick. I got <laughs> to fix my gear. I got to fix my gear. What happened to the kid? What happened to what? The dude he was fighting. Oh, what happened to him? Yeah, they dragged him out or what? Yeah, I'm right here. No, not you. Yeah, you talking about here. the boy you was fighting at boot camp. Oh. <laughs> um, let's just say he became a good friend that day. He 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 wanted to be friendly. <laughs> he wanted to be friendly. And then Shit, fast he forward, got, he got his ass beat. Then fast forward, he fighting in Philly. And like I told you, I seen it with my own eyes. But you just hear that stigma. The Philly, like the Philly boxes, the gritty. Like even Chad Ochocinco's up there right now training. It's just. Right. The hype is like you go to Philly, you up there with dogs. Like, no, I'm not gonna lie. Philly, Philly is not a place you just go for vacation. Like, Philly <laughs> is a place that you go for if you got a plan, you know what you want, go get that shit. Mm-hmm. That, that they make a man out of people. I ain't gonna lie, because 
it ain't no friendly place. Dang. So, so I had I one of my boys, uh, one of my boys that I served with, Robert Buckner. He was uh, from up there in Philadelphia, and I used to box a little bit when I was a little kid, right? And I brought yeah. this up to him, and Buckner, he's about I want to say five, 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 six. And he's from North Philly. He used to always like just throw it in everybody's face anytime they said he was from Pennsylvania yeah. or whatever. So five, 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 six. Remember, I'm like six two, right? So he was yeah. like, Oh, you used to box, you used to box. I was like, a little bit as a kid, bro. But like I'm more <laughs> fighting it other ways. So he was like, Oh, let's go throw on the gloves. I was like, you used to box? He was like, not for real, not for real. And I said, This little bitty motherfucker got to put in some hands on me. And I was like, man, what the fuck is going on? I believe but he put it in my head that day that everybody in Philly knows something <laughs> about boxing. Nah, no lie. Like, they treat you like royalty. Um, like, if you say you're a boxer, like, so pretty much, I'm, I moved back to Atlanta um, recently, like December. I moved back to Atlanta. I had to get a physical um, in 2022. The physical compared to Atlanta and Philly. I said I was a boxer in Philly, and um, I told my manager, like my coach, um, tell me to to send me to this place that I ain't have to wait in no lines. I walked in, they were like, "Yeah, you're the boxer, right? Let me, you, you just gotta go to the back." That was the best thing I ever felt when I came to Atlanta. They were like, "Yeah, uh, check in and wait for your name to get called," and I was like, "Hold up, I'm a boxer. I'm an athlete. I'm a professional athlete. Like y'all, y'all, y'all not sending me to the back." So that's the difference with, between Philly boxing and Atlanta boxing. Like everybody know if you a boxer, you get pushed to the front. It ain't the same here. You gonna move back? No, nah, I ain't gonna go back. All right. I mean, I gotta be king here. I'm from Atlanta. Mm, see, see that's so define what you so, so what, what weight class are you actually you fighting from? in? No, I'm a I'm a middleweight. I'm a 154. <laughs> well, junior middleweight. But eventually I'm gonna go up to middleweight, okay. which is 160 and 168 is super middleweight. But right now I'm at 154. So the only weight classes right there are pretty heavy right now because you got some yeah, of the bigger lightweights, <laughs> like fucking uh they they gonna be coming up soon with the Devin Haney's and people yeah. like that who are pretty big so, that they're in, so they should be coming up there. No lie, like I ain't gonna lie, Devin Haney, all them people, they they eventually they young, like they they in their early twenties. By the time they get like thirty, they gonna be in like middleweight in my weight class. So it's gonna be it's gonna be wars, especially if you American, you gonna go to war because you got to if you want to be the best, if you want to call yourself the best. You're going to have to go to war. If you don't fight nobody that's the best, you can't call yourself the best. So, and if, if you don't do it, if you don't go to war, you're not going to be able to have that title. You know what I mean? The question real quick. It's like, with everything going on right now in boxing, how are you looking? Where do you place yourself? Stylistically, sure. everything. So, if you was to, what is your record right now? Where do you see the next steps for you? Where are you going with all this? Shoot, I'm one and one. Uh, I took a I took a fight that I probably shouldn't have took right now, but I lost it and it was I lost it by decision, of course. But um, it was a fight that I, I felt I needed to take. 
because it could have put me on in the city if I won. So it was a, it was like a gamble. If I if I lost it, it it didn't hurt me, but it put me on in the city. And if I won it, it really put me on in the city. So right now, uh, career wise, I'm at a position where I'm like, the next fight I got to get a major knockout, and I know I'm gonna get it. it ain't no it ain't no question on it. I know I'm gonna get it. So career wise, I'm. It's kind of hard. It ain't like I have I had a ball in my hand right now because I just I'm coming off a loss. So it's like I gotta say what I'm gonna do, but it's like you gotta show. You gotta you gotta show up and do it. You know what I mean? Yo, for that loss, did, did it like humble you, or you were like, yeah, it it is what it is? I mean, it didn't. It humbled me, of course, but um, it was a loss that that the whole the whole entire arena booed to. So. It wasn't like a loss that oh. I, I felt bad about. Like everybody, when I heard it, I was like, "Oh damn!" Like everybody feel like they're against this, so I'm good. So you did you feel like it was like favoritism on his part, or the judges, or whatever the case was? What? Well, it's not really favoritism. It's more. It's more so. Um, he put up all the money to fight me. Like mm. I was the I was the B side fighter. Um, he put up everything. He put up. He he sold all the tickets. He put up all the money, so if it was a close fight, it was gonna go to him. I thought I was gonna knock him out, so I didn't think nothing about the whole him putting up all the money and everything. It went the whole fight, and I didn't knock him out, so I figured it was gonna go to the it was gonna the judges were gonna pick him because he did everything. He put all the work in before the fight. So yeah. do you do you see this as a like a long term plan? Because I've I've like. No shade, because I look at my body and I look at yours, and you put a lot of work in on your body. Do you feel like yeah. this is like a long term investment of you? Like, okay, this is I'm actually serious about this training stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, because um, I train people also. Like, I ain't a lot of you. Nobody wants a fat trainer. Yeah, so, I put in the work on at, at all times every day for myself, like career wise, and also like. To know I'm, I could do everything I tell everybody else to do. It's, there's no workout that I do that I'm like, I, I can't do myself. So I like pretty much if I tell if I tell a client to be like, do this set this amount of times, I know for a fact I can do it. And how long do you think it took you to get there? To honestly, just being in a ring. No lie. Oh, okay, I have to. I have to make it more specific. So, right. everybody don't want to really talk about right. the transition from staying in and getting out. So, yeah. like after the mind space of, because usually, like when people first get out, they have a little like a withdrawal or like a like you like a down moment. Like, yeah, you could be right. working out, but you're not really seeing no progress because everybody had that. I'm not. I'm not lying. It's not. I had that fucking withdrawal. I'm sorry. I don't know. Can I cuss? Yeah, I, right. I ain't gonna <laughs> <laughs> so everybody had that withdrawal because I had that too. For I, I got up to 196 pounds before I actually got back into boxing. I literally completely stopped boxing. Uh-huh. And then, like, I mean, because you got to remember, at the same time, it's not like um, like we're Marines. We're used to like dealing with other Marines. So like when we get out. And deal with the civilian world is completely different from what we're used to. Uh-huh. 
So, like, at the same time, even if you're an athlete, you still go through that withdrawal. So, every every fucking Marine um, deal with that bullshit. I'm not lying. It's not just, like, the ones that feel like they alone. Every one of them go through that because it's, it's a different camaraderie, all that stuff. Like, you can't trust a civilian the way you trust a Marine. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, even from a shit bag to a, a what they call Man. a good Marine. Dead end. Like you really cannot. A civilian, is, a shit bag is a way better civilian than a great civilian. And that's hard. It, it, it sounds crazy to say, but it, it literally is true. A, a shit bag will drop everything and help you out if you if, if you're in need. A civilian, yeah. if they don't know you, they forget you. I don't know. He you. just ain't. He just ain't trying to do no work. Or she. They exactly. just ain't trying to do no work. <laughs> Exactly. Selfish. That's what it is. Selfish. That's what I get about. Like, I mean, I thank the Marine Corps for that because uh, it, it really opened my eyes about like the real, like Marine Corps and like real life. Like it, everything is different. No, forget the bullshit, bro. Go ahead. We don't we don't need no more losses? Because do you hear what you're saying right now? I need to be like Frank Lucas wearing a fur coat going to a fight. <laughs> no, you understand what he said? Yes, my last fight, I swear, it was just because he was an A-side fighter and he sold on the tickets. Because I, to this day, I really don't know how I lost that fight. Like, the crowd don't know how I lost that fight. But it was, I mean, it was a good fight. It wasn't like I was just beating up on him. It was a very good fight. It was um, it was really like fought out there. It was a chess, it was a chess um game for real, because at the end of the day, yeah, I, I did I did more work, but I didn't hurt him to the point where he didn't want to fight no more. So yeah, it was chess. It wasn't like a a complete domination because I didn't put up my part and knock him out. But it, but the way I look at it, it's like he didn't hurt me. He couldn't touch me at all. So how can y'all not give me the fight? But anybody that thinks like anybody that's in my position would think like that. So I can't I can't be biased with my with my thought process on it. You know what I mean? Yo, is there a place to watch this fight? You got recorded? Honestly, I do, but I, I really can't send it because it's like in my email. I mean, if, yeah, if I can send it out emails, I can send it out emails. So but I don't have it, I don't have it saved on my phone where I can just send it to somebody. I like to see it. Was a, it was a great fight, though. All right, so with everything you one on one right now, how are yeah. you scheduling out? Because is your manager just picking your opponents or are you picking a person that you want to fight? You're not in that position yet. What's next? Man, when you turn pro, it's always you want to be ringside. Get the invite yeah. to this last one. Not well, pretty much the last one was just that um it was over here in Decatur, so it wasn't even like no major event. It was it was literally like um pretty much everybody that sold tickets and it was packed out of course. But if you sold tickets, you got everybody that was there just bought a ticket from the person that fought. And you didn't buy no ticket, Cam? Well, no, I wasn't. I wasn't even really promoting the fight because I knew I was. I knew I was the B side fighter. I knew I wasn't getting paid on ticket sales, so I wasn't promoting. I was just like, 
I'm here to get paid. Oh. But I, my next fight, I'm going to be the A-side fighter, so I'm going to definitely sell tickets and everything. So I'm uh, he going to be there. Everybody's going to be there. It's going to be packed out. When's your next fight? I don't even know yet. I'm looking for it. I ha- I had one set for um not set, but I got an offer for June 26th. It was a good. It was actually a good payday and everything, but it was just they um they sent me the offer too late. I had a little over two and a half weeks to get ready, and I went. I, I'm not a I'm not a fighter like that. I I gotta have my weight on point two weeks out, and everything. Like, I gotta be perfect. What was perfect? A perfect time for you, like a training camp, I guess you say. Four to six weeks. Oh, that's a good, that's a good training camp. Uh, well, it depends. If I'm coming off a fight, I'll take a fight in two weeks. But if I'm oh, not okay. coming off a fight, then I'm not going to take a fight in two weeks because that's too close. I know, I know for a fact, the way I eat and everything, I walk around at like 165 to 168. I fight at 154. So if I got to drop um, all that weight in two weeks, I'm going to be too weak on, on fight night. And pretty much I just work it like that. If I... Four months, well, four so, weeks out, I know I can make 154. So, bro, I'm going to say this. You know, you can make mad money with Marines on teaching them how to drop weight in that amount of time. Because you may be whooping our ass over here. I'm not <laughs> lying. It's a, it's a trick to it. It's not – everybody can't do it because you got to work out daily to be able to, like, trick your body into that. Like you gotta be consistent with it every day. And Marines, like me being a Marine, I know y'all be vaping, like all that shit. Like you're not consistently in the gym daily. Y'all might PT every day, but that's not keeping your weight down. Chaha food, all that shit. Yeah, like you gotta think about all that stuff. Like somebody that is training every day to be at this certain weight is gonna be con- very different from a Marine. Like y'all are bulking no lie all the time. Like Literally, just chow on food alone, y'all are broken. Yeah, I'm trying to bulk right now, man. Right? This punk so ass PFT. The, one of the greatest, <laughs> I will have to reiterate it again for one of the greatest fighters that I've ever seen, other than myself, but the greatest fighter <laughs> I have ever seen, Priest, his mid 20s. Where do you yeah. see yourself in the future of boxing? Do you feel like I'm gonna just go train? Because you obviously sound like you're taking it serious. And I'm glad because I remember having talks way back. I think you wasn't even boxing no more. And I always bring it up. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Just randomly. Because I don't talk to everybody every day. But I always <laughs> nah, make sure bro. I keep them tabs on certain ones I care for. What you feel like you're doing in the future with it? I ain't gonna lie. Um, me being back in Atlanta, well, me moving to Philly and everything, it gave me the confidence I knew to take I well, it gave me the confidence I have now to take Atlanta. So me now, I feel like there's nobody in this city that can even the dude that that beat me on the record, he can't beat me again. Cause now I know I have to knock him out. And every person after this, I'm pretty much I'm not letting it I'm not letting it go to the decision anymore for the rest of my career. Because the one time I did, I got a loss and I didn't deserve it. But what makes you want to fight so big? Because you're not like a, I I wouldn't, like we were equally probably the same height, but like long, like length wise, you're not that long. No homo, no meat wise, but I'm saying like. (laughs) 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 You already started on that. Look at him. 
I ain't gonna lie, like I can't cut weight the same way as most people. Like I walk around at like one seventy. So me fighting at one fifty four is enough weight for me to drop. I ain't, I ain't trying to like maintain no more weight. Okay. I wish I ain't gonna lie, I wish I was like my brothers. Like they walk around like one like one fifty, one sixty, and they fight at like one forty five. I wish I could do that jump. Like that's great. That's a but, good hey, question. Because Literally. I saw I saw when you posted one of your brothers and Khalil, you probably don't know. I seen a couple of his highlights and he looks like a dog coming out of MMA. Does that yeah, factor is. in? Is that factor in like your style of fighting or your like confidence in any way? No, I ain't gonna lie. My brother, he's probably a better fighter. Like hands down, he's he's a better fighter than me. I have better hands than him, but overall, like we Let him know. Let him know. Fight, he's a better fighter than me. Because he can do things that I can't do. Like, hands ain't going to get you all the way in a street fight. You're pretty, pretty much, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, like, I was, uh, he's I was like, just telling somebody. Uh, my fault. But I was just telling somebody. It was like, when a boxer go to street fighting, they going to excel if they know something outside of just boxing. Nah, you can really? grab a motherfucker, then you excel. Yeah, because, like, Sure enough, like nobody's gonna fight. They're gonna pull a gun. Like me personally, nobody's gonna fight me. They're either gonna pull a gun out or they're gonna try, try to take me to the ground and like punch on me and jump. If I don't, <laughs> if I don't do nothing to to stop them taking me to the ground, I'm I'm shit out of luck. I ain't really got nothing to do. <laughs> I don't practice this junk on the ground. Like, I'm on my back. I'm like, dang. You was in a black belt when you got out. Green belt, green belt still. Yeah, green belt. Even though he was a green belt, he went viral for knocking people out. And uh, <laughs> we're not gonna talk about that. We're not gonna talk about that. Wait, no, no, no. Actually, I, actually, I was a brown belt. I did, I didn't get up to brown, and then I, I didn't get black belt. Because even speaking about the viral clip, like when I, when I saw you, when I saw you was back alive, you actually went to, um, went to fight like in like, I don't know, I forgot what type of league Street it was. Beast? Yeah, Street Beast. One of the Steel Boys yeah. is on there. So what made yeah. you go transition yeah. to that? Yeah, one of my boys is on there. Because uh, I, I saw it. I ain't going to lie to you. I got pretty upset because I was like, no, he not taking this. Ta- I, don't, I, I love Street Beast. But no, he not taking his talents to the dirt. I was mad. I was kind of mad. Man. So the reason I went to Street Beast is because I just needed a fan base. Like, I was new to Philly. I needed people that like actually want to see me fight. I, I'm from Atlanta, like I'm from the South. Ain't nobody up north knew me, knew my name other than people that were Marines. So I, I, I went to Street Beefs to just get a, a basically a fan base to take over the North. But then when I, when I, I mean, it did, but at the same time, I moved back to the South. So it, it kind of defeated the purpose because um, in my head, I was like, I want to be, I want to, I'm from Atlanta, I'm from Georgia, I want to be king here. I don't want to be the king of some place I'm not from. Because especially if you, I can just see it. If you just so happen to get on top, like five fights up, then then the yeah. hate gonna come because you're not even from there. Exactly. And I mean, well, Philly loves me. Really? They, they look at me at yeah. They, Philly Philly look at me as royalty. It was just I knew that wasn't my home, and I wanted to be king of my home, pretty much. That's what's up. All right, all right, so from a boxing standpoint, I want I want you a guy honest truth, no biases. Which <laughs> place is better, Philly or Baltimore? I've been in Philly. I mean, I've been to Baltimore a few times, 
I can't say because I've only been to Tank's gym in Baltimore. So, well, Javante Davis, I've only been to his gym in Baltimore. But Baltimore gyms come up to Philly all the time, but we beat them up. So, oh, okay. <laughs> So I, I know it's some really dog boys. I've been watching YouTube yeah, and all man. that, but they got fighters like Baltimore. They they know they not sweet at all. But every time I fought a person, I sparred a person from Baltimore. I never actually fought in a real fight. But every time I sparred a person from Baltimore, they they weren't like anything I couldn't handle. Like I I've seen worse. Mm. I used to do it's a dude out of Philly. His name his name Sonny List. Not Sonny Liston. His name's Sonny Ooh, Conso. <laughs> He's actually the only person that has ever truly hurt me in the ring. And he, he he probably don't even know that jump. But he hit me with a shot and it made me actually dazed, but I hit it very well. And that was, and he was from Philly. He was the only person that ever um like hurt me in the ring. All right, so should understand that, that uh this tape is gonna come up. When you're like 27 and one, and you're gonna be about to fight it a might. Baltimore kid, and he's gonna be <laughs> playing might, this tape me. like, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be playing this tape on ESPN. Nah, like, I mean, oh, he said Baltimore ain't shit. Nah, I mean, it's a dude from Baltimore. I might have to fight eventually, but um, I ain't really worried about him. He, he's a he's a celebrity. He's not from the trenches. Take? Oh, you talking about take? He's just celebrity. Nah, he's at the same gym. He's a, he's from uptown. He's he's at the same gym as Tank, but I can't say his name right now because that fight gonna happen for real. <laughs> so going forward, because we about to let you go ahead and get get your um, rice and chicken, wherever you be. Eating. Yeah, I got a question. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. No, nah, no, nah, This is a. So I never box. I I'll, I'll be honest. I never box or any of that. But I mean, we did boxing in the back, you know, the kids. Oh, put the boxing gloves yeah. on, let's do this. And then Everybody one motherfucker, I knocked out and shit. And then my boy thought he could beat my ass, but I, I got some licks in it. And he's like, he got mad and pushed, whatever. We go on set. But for someone that I kind of wanted to start doing boxing, and I started doing it because one of my boys, uh, he's a boxer, he has like 100 plus fights under him. Oh, damn. He's yeah, like, he's amateur? a. He, yeah, he did. Uh, he, he was on Street Beefs too. I, I probably like oh, to him. Yeah, he did like two fights. They were tied. He actually tore his bicep in his last fight. So, but yeah. um, yeah, he's about to go di whatever. Um, but um, I was trying to have him teach me some like boxing drills. I mean, we was on it and everything, and then he went to Street Beefs, tore his bicep, whatever. He got his shit going on. For somebody that's trying to go into boxing, like, do you have any places to recommend or where to start or? Just so uh, um, how, how it helps you too, like your mentality and your like physically wise. Well, mentally it helps you. Like I ain't gonna lie, I don't be wanting to fight outside the ring because it's like I know for a fact I will hurt this this boy. So it's like it's it's no point in me like doing all the extra. Junk. I'm I'm not trying to impress no girls. I'm not trying to do all that extra junk. So like it really makes me think like, is it worth fighting you? Like go go about your day. It's not even worth it. Ain't nobody. I'm not making paid. There's no girls here that's going to see me get beat up. Oh, shit. His phone died. Okay. Damn. That was good. <laughs> that was good. Damn. We had a good one. It was a good question. Yeah, that yeah, was. I wanted to see where it was going to go. Yeah, it was too, man. Damn. 
He can eat, man. That was good content. We got to talk about boxing. I was really excited. Fuck! It was somebody else. You all good, bro. Wait, where were we at in the combo? He was talking about, like, teaching, like, getting into boxing, trying to learn it, and then you said you don't like fighting outside of the ring. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no lie. I really don't like fighting outside the ring. Uh, It's not even like a me – well, it is me knowing the fact that I can fight, but it's just also, like, it's no point. Like, you train every single day. What do you want to fight a person that does not train every single day for? So that's really where I am. I'm at with like fighting outside the ring. It's like you don't have nothing to prove to nobody. Everybody that see that you can fight is gonna come to your fights and see you fight. If they're talking junk, let them talk all the crap they want to talk. It's pretty much like when you're well, nah, because I, I used to fight when I was a marine. <laughs> but yeah. when you when you're marine, you're not supposed to fight. So it's just like ain't no point. Like you're a civilian, do your thing, talk your junk. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go over here with my boys, and we gonna do us. Okay, try to walk me into this first, the first day in Philadelphia. You, you like a brand new fighter. Like, how did you even just get up there and go to a gym? Like, what was that experience? I'm not gonna lie, for the longest, I was afraid because, um, and not really afraid. It was more so like I didn't think I was good enough because I heard so much about how how their boxers are like so great and i was from atlanta i'm from the south i'm, I'm a country boy compared to them so slow. they call you slow they say you're yeah slow. like not a lot everybody like people in philly still call me country. like yeah. i'm country compared to them so the first time i walked into a gym i was on um, i actually went to james Schuler, and um i realized i was i wasn't different when i actually sparred the co- that the main coach's son and he wasn't better than me. It was like he's just he's the same as me. Like everything I'm doing, I'm, he can do too, and he's he's my he's my equal. That really is what made me like realize like nobody in the world can stop me from doing what I can do. Because this dude is eleven and zero, and he can't even stop me. I'm st- I'm not even a, a pro yet. He's eleven zero, and I'm not even pro. So when I turn pro and I'm really fighting the fighters that he's fighting then can he stop me and it's still no so I, I, i'm not lying that's really what made me um solidify the fact that i'm in my head because it might not be to everybody else in the world but in my head that i'm better than everybody but what made you feel so nervous because when i met you it was literally like you came in there oh um i'm a boxer or you came in there with that confidence i never would have thought you would not have that confidence Nah, so I before I um before I lost to I only had ever lost to a person from Philly and he was so much better than me at the time. That was the only reason I felt Philly was just like dang, like if you box out of there, you just unstoppable. Like they have the best fighters in the world. When I went to the Marine Corps, like, yeah, I've won I've beaten everybody. I know they didn't have a boxer from Philly there. So that plays a major factor into a person's confidence when they're when well when you meet a person. Because, like, I'm not going to lie, like, it literally took me – well, that was the reason I moved to Philly because I knew that was the place that I, I, I feared. Me moving to Philly made me, like, realize, like, literally everybody is the same. If he bleeds, he can fall. They're not different at all. 
it doesn't matter what part of the world they're from, they are the exact same as you because they bleed and they will they will fold under pressure. All right, so so I'm gonna say this, man. It's like I want you to be aware that you gotta watch you pick and fights because all these people you facing, bro. Most if he's eleven and zero, you know about eight of them fights. They nitpicked them. They picked the weakest yeah. just to boost their record. So you gotta nah, do that no for lie. yourself too. You gotta do that for yourself. You gotta get yourself out there. Fight some little weak motherfuckers, and then when you fight, you get about eight and one. Then you knock out a motherfucker for that nine. Nah, and the reason, the thing about that is money has to back you to do that. Because at the same time, nobody wants to fight a fighter that, so pretty much basically, if you're, if you fight a fighter that's 11 and 0 and he's, and you like, damn, he sucked, he has money backing him. Because those fighters that he fought, they got to get paid. They're only fighting him because they, the payday is good. Me as a, as a good fighter, nobody, I'm not lying, nobody wants to fight me because they're, they might make, Four five hundred dollars, but it's like why would I why would I fight this good ass dude that just knocked me the fuck out for five hundred dollars when I can fight this less good dude that has a lot of money backing him for two thousand three thousand dollars? Yeah, that's a major that's the that's the problem with boxing. Like people, Floyd Mayweather made the the sport like money, like literally no lie, he made it money. So okay. people want to get paid. Don't start. That's what I. That's what I've been saying. That's what I saw. But he is the athletes deserve to get paid, Casio. I don't take shit from Floyd. Floyd is the man. Like (sighs) no lie, Floyd is the fucking man. Like he he made the sport his sport. I don't take nothing from him. If I could do that, I would do it myself. But at the same time, for the people that's coming up, it makes it like, oh shoot. They not undefeated. They not this. They not this. So they they not Floyd. They not the next Floyd. They everything that 